1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. Went about as slow as the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, didn't it, that intro? Uh, (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the final race review of the year. 2022 is done, dusted, locked up, sealed, contained. Goodbye to never probably be looked at ever again, unless you are a Max Verstappen fan we've got a lot to digest uh well actually probably not as much as usual uh because it's abu dhabi but i'm sure there'll be a lot of moaning and talking about uh the track which we've got coming up but first and foremost just want to say this podcast is sponsored by elgato our season-long partners it's the end of the season so thank you elgato for sponsoring us for this entire time and do do we feel like we are now professionals with this great equipment have we made it absolutely okay well we're always so professional yeah for, Professionals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so thank you, Elgato, for that. And also, uh, want to shout out uh, for the final time for the race podcast this year uh, one of you lovely people who have given us a five star review. And this one is from Tricky Ricky from the Netherlands. And they say, WTF One, you make my day. Every podcast puts a smile on face. <laughs> Assuming there was a my missing. It's fine. I actually quite like that. puts a smile on face, not just their face, everyone's oh, he's
0: face.
1: Lost it. <laughs> I'm not actually looking at Tommy's face right now. I didn't now. even, <laughs> uh, I didn't even notice that. Look, you know I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm going to read it out yeah. as it is. Uh, but smile on face. Uh, listening to you on my daily commute, sometimes people look funny at me for laughing out loud. Keep up the good work. I appreciate the unfiltered options. I assume that meant opinions. Opinions, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. No, I enjoy typo. Uh that's basically what our editors do all the time. Uh, and their English is Katie a lot better is than my not Dutch. An, the editor for the YouTube channel. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, Tommy Katie, how are we both doing? I've done all the shout outs. Uh, shout out to you two. What's Guanin? Good. Fifteen yeah. wins, still got the hype. Oh, on. bore off. Like why can't you just yeah. talk about something other than Max for once? Like why is your mm-hmm. personality trait Max Verstappen? Like, oh Kate, I'm gonna go to bed with it. Do you Fine. sleep with it? Did you sleep with it what at the end of like Yesterday?
2: No. Kate's not been worn since Dunbot. Keep that. I did actually come
1: over the other day, didn't I? I should have burnt it. Yeah. Right there and there, just, uh, <laughs> you did have to words with Grace her. as well for all the just, just the to remove it from the background. It just looks at me every time and goes, Charlotte pole I won though, <laughs> didn't I? Uh and Katie, how are you? You good? You finished the annual? Congrats.
0: I'm so close I haven't written up my Abu Dhabi race report yet because it's been a bit manic but yes the annual is so nearly done and that'll
1: take up a lot of words won't it the Abu Dhabi uh, I know it's going to be
0: a quick quick and easy one um but without sending everyone into mass panic there are only a few annuals left so if you haven't bought one Get on it, honeys, because they're not going to be there for long. So, yeah, which is that, mad, that,
2: but... that is that is a genuine thing as well. It's not us just trying yeah. to sell them, we're not you, you, they will, we're not actually joking, you they will. Sell We've out, sold so. more
1: than we expected, and it's they're flying out the door. So, if yeah. you want one, get it now because we're not going to be doing much more promo for it. Okie dokie, there we go, then. Thank you Thanks everybody for, for really listening cool to this well. Abu Dhabi podcast. That's all we've had to really speak to uh, speak about uh, today because there's nothing to talk about in the race. Just <laughs> kidding. Three word race reviews. Charleix sixteen underscore fan. I was crying. Is that, Is that just the, to the Ferrari, fact that or? Charles didn't or? win? Yeah, the championship. <laughs> uh, Premo Kru- seven. Another Alonso DNF. Raffio Raffio. Well done Ferrari and Tito Selli. Thank you, Seb. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, well, I'm sure that Charles fan was actually crying about something else because I think Ferrari, for one of the only times this year, didn't make us do it or didn't do anything to make us cry. Uh, I say us, me cry. I'm I'm wearing Ferrari hype train because it's the end of the season, which means technically everyone's on zero now. So I am boarding the Ferrari hype train from the Monday after Abu Dhabi and I'm seeing it all the way through to the end of next season. Let's go. Anyway, Katie, what's your three word race review? Sorry, Tommy.
2: I was going to say, yeah, Charles Leclerc's uh, taken Max Verstappen's deficit
1: over 150 points. That's big hype for Ferrari. If anything, actually ahead as well now, because alphabetically L becomes <laughs> before V. So um, Leclerc ahead in the championship. Nice. Big moves. Katie, what's I saw something,
0: address. though, that... Oh, no, sorry. I was going to say, I saw it's, something, that like, the world the championship is only, like, properly official when they collect the trophies at the gala, so...
1: Get the, hoodie, so you off. Ruin
0: your... get the <laughs> hoodie off. Get
1: the hoodie off. That's for a different platform, Tommy. You know that. Uh, what was that noise, <laughs> no. by the way? Was that either Grace it's or Frank. your dog? It was Frank. Know. Frank's here, okay.
0: yeah. Oh! <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> Frank's not happy about the points being reset.
1: No. 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 Shall I get into my
0: three-word race with you? Yeah, do it. Yeah, shall I? Okay. Go on, then. Um, Mine was... That was emotional. And it was about Nicholas Latifi's last race in Formula One. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. Just Latifi, big Latella. Um, yeah, and what a shame that he didn't finish. Which we can go into later because it affected your one of your predictions, which was hilarious. Um, but yeah, last race for Sebastian Vettel maybe indefinitely, but Ricardo, if he can't come back, don't want to talk about it. Mick Schumacher, we now know hasn't got the half seat. Nicholas Latifi, unless something crazy happens, I can't see him coming back to Formula One. So, yeah, quite a lot of drivers having potentially their last race yesterday. I'm going to be honest, I was surprised myself. I didn't cry at the chequered flag, but I think that was because I was just too busy typing and doing live tweets that I was just not quite in the moment as I normally would be. And you don't really but have I did...
1: the emotional connection with the chequered flag either, do you really? Why, <laughs> why, why would you cry at it, let's be real?
0: That's true. <laughs> but I did have a cry before... Um, any racing had even happened because of a VT that Sky ran which had um not, I was just about to sing it then Who I'm not going to do that That I did it my way and it was to Sebastian Vettel and it was really emotional G- gave off a little bit of vibes that he died of, to be honest at some points but generally it was just a really sweet tribute and yes yeah, so I had a cry at that but apart from that the tears they didn't come out. So sorry to everybody that was relying on me to ball my eyes out. That didn't actually happen. But yeah. Sorry. That was a really random three word race review.
1: <laughs> that was a very long three words. Um but no, it was uh it was emotion. I thought you'd, you would go you would have gone for that was emotion, to be honest with you. I felt like that was oh, more yeah. Katie. Tope,
0: that so Tope, totes emotion.
1: yeah, something like that. Um but either way. It was emotional. Um, I think I probably would have got uh, more emotional had I realised that the race was starting at one, not two, and uh, so it was like, "Are you coming for the watch long?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, yes, the race starts at one, doesn't it?" <laughs> so I missed a no. lot of the build-up.
2: Um, I made I made up Matt's predictions because we normally do the prediction thing where we predict the top five. The best one I've got ever done. Yeah, four out of five I got. Just no, filling no, them in I for got- Matt.
1: I got uh, yeah, on the graphic, sure. you, yeah. In the yeah, record yeah. books, it says I got four out of five. <laughs> Tommy, sorry, sorry. Uh, how do you know that I didn't telepathically just speak to you? Uh, I was like,
2: "Oh, Leclerc, Leclerc second, Matt I would well have, back Leclerc. I would like, have oh, backed Leclerc. I would have backed Leclerc.
1: Yeah, of course I would have backed Leclerc. Yeah. I mean, come on, look at me, I'm wearing a Ferrari hype train hoodie. Uh, anyway, yes, um, it was very emotional. Um, yeah, that that montage video was 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 yeah re- a really nice touch. I, I did feel like we've not not had a send off like that maybe mm-hmm. ever. For you know, and it, it, I find it so funny that Fernando Alonso, after being given an amazing farewell with the donuts in 2018, is then the one to say goodbye to Vettel four years later. And then Fernando's just saying, like we'll see you again, you know, you'll be you'll be back, yeah. Uh, 2026 or whatever, he's he is not convinced that Vettel is not going to return to Formula One. Uh, and Hamilton, yeah, Hamilton as well. Is it love? It's all the old guard are like. You'll be mm. back. Don't be silly. And yeah, that's right. maybe why Hamilton, who may have thought about retirement, is now like, I'm just going to come back anyway. I may as well just race for another four or five seasons and then call it quits when I'm nearly 40 rather than leave, do a Kimi Räikkönen back, do a Fernando Alonso comeback, do a Michael Schumacher comeback. All the greats do it. All the world champions.
2: Yeah, they do. I, I personally can't see Vettel coming back. I think when he did his... Instagram live and everything he's talking about. Uh I, I genuinely think a lot of it, and it seems that way anyway, is is the kind of environmental thing. He was on question time, wasn't he? And he got a lot of questions about the hypocrisy of caring about the environment and being a Formula One driver. And he's done a lot um in terms of he was talking about, you know, like not using jets anymore and doing do it like, you know, cycling to the track and things like that. Um, and he wants um, people to carry on that legacy in Formula One. So I, I personally think, um, and sadly for for us fans, that it is a goodbye. Um, but back to Katie's three-head race review. Yeah. The uh, the start, I think, was actually more emotional than the end. The end was really cool with the donuts. What a shame that the two drivers that you thought would be doing the donuts with him uh, and getting that guard of honor back was. Uh, Hamilton and Alonso, and they both retired. Shocking. Like Hamilton, I can't believe it. I Hamilton Mercedes never had... retires, ever. just haven't had one
1: mechanical failure this entire year, and then they have it in Abu Dhabi. Of course, probably the only reason that happened was after being sent over the curbs mm. and having that big old... Um, well, not a massive wheelie compared to Alonso and Cota, but a, a decently sized wheelie and boom. Uh, and clearly that messed up the car. But yeah, it was such a shame. You saw Alonso coming. he like, oh, for God. And then happened. Oh, my days. Who's going to do it? We have Latifi with him. like Schumacher. I mean, Latifi and <laughs> Latifi Schumacher did, a, even... did one in the race, didn't they? Uh, which was quite nice. <laughs> they, they thought, <laughs> look, we're both leaving as well. Very synchronized as well. Very oh, synchronized. So it was
0: beautiful. Oh, yeah. it's amazing.
1: Incredible look. scenes. And they both carried on. Uh, but we'll talk about Latifi's race a little bit later because uh, it was it, it was a good time, it? wasn't it? On the watch along, uh, I don't know if you were watching along at the same time, Katie. But uh, celebrated preempt preemptively. Uh, anyway, Awkward. let's keep, let's keep talking about Vettel first. Uh, what happened with Vettel's strategy? I assume that's just a question we're asking ourselves here. Uh, and I, th- I saw it unfold during the the race watch along that we do on Twitch and. I mean, both myself and Tommy saw it coming from a mile off. We're like, what's going on with Vettel here? He's on medium still, and he's losing time hand over fist. And he was fighting Ocon, and then all of a sudden, you you know, you blink, and ten laps later, Ocon has made pretty much his entire pit stop back on Aston Martin and Vettel, and you go, not a get, not now. Why? Why can't you just go with Ocon's strategy? Why do you have to do something different? Now, I appreciate maybe, that you know, they wanted to make the one stop work, but it didn't. And again, for whatever, how many times this year, Stroll gets a better strategy than Vettel and Stroll ends up beating Vettel. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know, the owner, maybe Uh, not sure who he is, Uh, but it's. It was it was uh, it was catastrophic, and you could tell after after the race as well when Seb was interviewed about oh four world championships he was still bitter about the fact that his strategy <laughs> hadn't worked, and he was you could tell he was a bit miffed off. Of course, he'd just come out of the car, but that strategy was 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 really poor. Yeah, it was a shocking shocking strategy. Uh, the one stop
2: did work for a couple of people, which we'll go into later. But why they left Vettel out for so long just made no sense. He was never going to get get the advantage and you know he was catching ricardo near the end and um but yeah it was just it's just such a a bad strategy and yeah the fact that lance stroll even in seb's final race I'm sure wasn't done on purpose maybe i'm sure there'll be some people that think maybe it was um but yeah uh because a lot of i saw a lot of people reply when we're talking about the strategy that this has happened a lot um to vettel this year because if you look at uh, we say a lot, don't we, that Lance Stroll doesn't qualify particularly well and then just out of nowhere he finishes the rate the race in seventh or eighth. And you're like, what? How has that happened? Um, so yeah, Stroll got um, the better strategy and came through the field. And uh yeah, poor Seb. Uh he was he had his little donor area to celebrate and they made it so he could park on the on the straight but totally agree you could tell as a racer he was just he couldn't disconnect that immediate like oh that's really annoying I could have finished eighth there
0: yeah no it's a a shame and you could tell like when he came in for his one pit stop you know as he left the box there was maybe talks that he had knocked at the pit limiter and he was speeding the pit lane which never ends up resulting in anything which is good but uh Yeah, he was just not a happy guy on the radio saying he felt like a sitting duck and all this kind of thing. And it's a shame that bad strategy kind of ruined that race because even though Sebastian's bowing out of the sport, we've said it for the last few races, like he's not like his racing skill hasn't taken a step back because he's taking a step back in fact like some of his recent racing like look at him and Kevin Magnussen at KOTA. it's like some of the best racing we've seen all year although ironically we didn't see it on the tv coverage but um it was just like amazing and he did some great moves throughout Abu Dhabi but yeah just unfortunately the strategy wasn't wasn't working to his advantage but at least we got said points eh you got to look at the positive. Thanks, Lewis Hamilton, for retiring to give us both Ricardo and Vettel points at the end of that.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a I've won, but at what cost? Would we have taken one <laughs> point for Vettel or Hamilton doing donuts with Vettel at the end? I think I would have chosen the donuts so personally. Um, but if anything, he could have hmm. finished higher than eighth as well. He was fighting Ocon, and Ocon was Ocon finished twenty six seconds. Further down the road than where Vettel finished, yeah, and it, and not just that, the poor strategy from Aston Martin cost them a place in the constructors and twelve million dollars, which I know. Oh is no, like, anyway, oh no, anyway, like, yeah, But it's still money, Tommy. I know Lawrence Stroll is a they no, you know, get a big more winter more winter time um, there, yeah, right? Maybe, yeah, I reckon true. they prefer that. Yeah. Uh, it's, this maybe is that, is the that thing, was the right?
2: they move. That was it all along.
1: Oh, we don't it's... want to beat Alpha too much. Let's get that winter tunnel time. What and we'll, we'll draw. The plan is
0: in action already.
1: Yeah. No, Vettel definitely looked like he wanted to pass Danny Rick, so I'm not sure that uh, Yeah, true. <laughs> that speaking, messaging was...
2: speaking of El Plan, um I'll go into Alonso's bad luck, but him watching on the sidelines of that Vettel strategy, while well, Stroll got an amazing strategy, he must be like, Oh, for God's sake, what's what am I in, <laughs> what for? Am I in yeah. for here? Yeah. Oh,
1: it's gonna be I'm sure Lawrence Stroll's not going to exactly be too disheartened or too unhappy with uh, Stroll beating a four-time world champion. And then Fernando Alonso is going to come into the team and I'm sure there will be some miraculous Lance Stroll drives and decent strategies there. But you can't imagine they're going to be tripping themselves over, especially with um, with the likes of those amazing pedigree drivers. Uh, it, just, it just seems to always work in Stroll's favour this year, which um, is, is slightly strange. Um, but you'd wonder why they would they would do that but either or it's never too early to play holiday music and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts either whether it's for a friend or the friends in your pants you can make this a season to be jolly with manscaped so to get free shipping and 20 percent off go to manscaped.com forward slash wtf1 The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. It has everything needed to help you deck the halls from face to balls just in time for mistletoe season. The Platinum Package has each product from the best-selling performance package, plus ultra-premium body wash, ultra-premium 2-in-1 shampoo and conditioner and ultra-premium deodorant. It's the best way to smell fresh from your Santa hat to your candy cane. The Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to protect your delicate presence. Plus, both are waterproof, so there's no issue clearing the snow out of your driveway. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com forward slash WTF1. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com forward slash WTF1. Manscaped. Get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. Uh, We move to the next question, which is from Top Rack Anna. Why didn't Hass want Mick to do donuts? Now, this was a sad, sad uh, little clip, wasn't it, on Team Radio, where Mick was just doing a few donuts. They come over the radio and basically tell him to stop and then say, seriously, you know, we can't do that. And then Mick replies, "Oh, okay, uh, love you too." And I was like, "Oh God, this is this is like a an awful breakup here." But Mick's like too too nice to say anything horrible. Um, as my understanding is that there were designated places to do donuts, and the, the last thing Hass wanted was some sort of penalty or financial, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, penalty uh, for, for Mick doing donuts and Mick's like oh well it doesn't really matter I'm not going to be at the team next year anyway like who cares <laughs> going uh, to for it. but yeah uh, I think it was because it there was a designated place and that was it is there any other understanding yeah. there
0: could be that like they just wanted to make sure the car was in the best possible state for testing I later got this test week today, or something yeah. like that so it might have been the yeah, they needed to save the engine or the gearbox or something like that but that's just, I guess, but yeah, it could be that they didn't want to get in trouble because the FIA had literally, as you say, Matt, defined a donut zone, <laughs> but only the top three were allowed to do donuts and Sebastian Vettel. But some of the drivers were like, "Nah, it's the last race. I'm doing donuts like Schumacher, like Ricardo." So, yeah, I, it's a shame.
2: <laughs> I don't think they'd have penalised Mick for doing them. In I, I, I personally think it's more the fact that. They've got to use those components and parts probably for uh, the test has aren't exactly a rich team. Um and they haven't exactly um partly due to Mick Schumacher's driving, <laughs> got probably got loads of spare parts either. So um it's it's annoying because it looks like such a killjoy thing, but I do think the engineer, I do feel sorry for the engineer because you could tell he was genuinely sorry and was like, I really don't want to be the party pooper here because he was like, sorry Mick, but please stop. And it also could be fuel as well. Uh, you know, if, if they run out, if he's that's burning cool. a load of fuel and they can't do the, the fuel, um, he'll lose Oh no, he'll, I was going to say
0: like, I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he'll lose the zero points he scored. Um,
2: but yeah, it's one of those things unfortunately uh, that it looks like a party pooper but then Teams are party poopers, and I guess a team like Red Bull and Ferrari can afford to do donuts and just oh no anyway let's put some new parts in. Doesn't we've got loads of money, whereas maybe it's not the same for House.
0: That's true.
2: Sad times, but... but it's a shame to for Mix' career to end that way. Just in another sort of bitter ending, really. Doesn't seem. Yeah. Like, well, he got like his
1: donut it. anyway, so who yeah. cares, you know? Um, so he, he got it done, right? Let's move on to my three-word race review now, then. And it is, and I completely agree with this: uh, Leclerc vice champion. And then, if I could add another three words, so like a three-three word, it'd be Leclerc vice champion of the world because he is, uh, the, the vice champion. Um, and it feels good, you know. Uh, he's he's driven he deserved p2 in the championship in my opinion if he finished third in the drivers um yeah i mean it wouldn't have affected my life much but also there's a there's a small part of me that goes how um but yeah Le- leclerc was uh brilliant in 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 the race uh in abu dhabi i thought that he executed uh, everything he possibly could no way was that ferrari quicker than sergio perez and that red bull i think that Well, there's a question actually from Team WTF1 member E-flat Major uh, who said, Ferrari actually got the strategy right or did they? Did Leclerc only finish ahead because Perez got held up or was the Red Bull strategy actually faster at the end and it went wrong on track? And this is kind of where my point is going is that Red Bull were quicker. It was very clear to see that, Um, but they sort of forced Perez into making an early stop. Perez chewed through his tyres at the start, was then forced into a probably suboptimal two-stop strategy. And yeah, Leclerc was just consistent and managed to hold off the the pressure at the end. Yeah, Perez did get he- held up, but there's no guarantee that he would have got through on maybe that one, one and a half laps he might have had to attack Leclerc at the end. So yeah, there was some moments where it didn't work out for Perez, but I think Ferrari could not have done any more if they tried Like, What other strategy could they have pulled to force Perez or beat Perez uh, on track because they, they went longer in the stint because they noticed that Perez got held up when he pitted early and then used that time that they had made up to then get an extra, what was it, six laps, I think it was, uh, on the on the first stint. So, yeah, Ferrari, that's why, the, that's why the hype train hood is out because they've learned. They've taken all their learnings from this year, all the mess-ups and gone, right, let's practice for next year. And Abu Dhabi was, in my opinion perfection from Ferrari. Well done.
2: Yeah, fair play to Ferrari. That they, they got it spot on. And if you went into that race weekend, particularly after qualifying, I think I even said at the start of the watch along when it looked like uh, Verstappen and Perez were checking out. I did do not see how Leclerc is finishing P2 in this title and getting ahead of Perez on, on the road. And they did it. Um, so fair play. I think it was a mix of great um a great strategy from ferrari throwing rolling the dice when it's all they could do and it working out and also i think leclerc just drove brilliantly and even at the end when uh when sergio got up behind him leclerc put in some fastest sectors that he'd done uh, in the whole race and had a bit more on his tires so had um sergio not been held up a couple of times and dare I say that I think a lot of it was his own doing as well he, his his passing of Hamilton was very clumsy and held himself up quite a lot uh, I don't think he got through the traffic as quick as he probably should have done um, and it was a shame that we didn't get to see that that final battle at the end um, but I think the end did show that Leclerc maybe still did have a little bit of giving it everything on his tyres and I, I I just I can't believe we're sat here talking about Ferrari beating Red Bull on strategy and Leclerc managing his tires brilliantly and Sergio Perez not managing his tires brilliantly he is the tire whisperer and Ferrari you, you heard Leclerc in in practice going yeah I think the tires are going to last four corners I did not see this coming so fair play to Ferrari and Charles Leclerc I think they they
1: deserve to be two in the title, and
2: and also, uh,
1: they even said. I think Leclerc said in his post-race interview that, um, ah. even the strategy went so well, even to the point where they dummied Perez into and Red Bull into pitting, where they said, "I'm gonna do the opposite to Perez," uh, and then Sergio comes into the pit straight away, uh, and it turns out they were never actually planning on pitting. It's stuff like that. I'm like Ferrari. What are you up to? As Tommy's left the podcast, uh, if you're watching on video, he's just sorting out Frank or he's fallen off his chair. Not sure. Oh,
0: man, I've fallen off his chair. Yeah, he's made his yeah, point, that's I mean, it. He's just departed. Yeah, I mean, without just repeating what you guys have said, like, yeah, it was a great strategy from Ferrari. Whether it was just a fortunate chance of them making the right call, I don't know if they've necessarily learned from their mistakes throughout the whole season, um and channeled it into this one strategy but it was yeah very impressive and as you say tommy you know ferrari a car notoriously bad for struggling with tyre wear and tyre degradation so the fact that Charles could actually keep his tyres going was great and yeah congratulations to him for sealing second in the championship george russell said on sky sorry sorry, vice Vice championship sorry of the world (laughs) of the world Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to the BBC Checker Flag podcast this morning, actually, and their producers put a ban on the word vice champion in their podcast. So maybe we I it
1: encourage it. I encourage it.
0: You encourage it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. Vice <laughs> champion of the world. Thank you.
0: OK. Um, but yeah, George Russell hinted that the um, clerk was going to get a very nice bonus for finishing P2. So well done. Even more money. Maybe he could share some out. I could do with maybe a tenner if you're listening, Charles, you know, that'd
1: be okay. great. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, Christmas yeah. is coming up. Um, exactly. Charles wants to send us a present. That's uh, by all means. I mean, I've,
0: I wouldn't say no, you
1: know. No. I mean, I've supported through thick and thin through the tears. That's um, true. What happened, by the way, Tommy, just I, I thought a lot of people are going to be wondering. Who was uh, watching Frank
2: think he had something and has just been going crazy for the last few minutes okay. or, or he's really annoyed that you're saying vice champion because it's not a thing.
1: No, it no, it is. It is because uh, Charles Leclerc is second and therefore the vice champion of the world. Um, anyway, move on.
0: Oh, he's just the fir- the winner of the losers. That's another. No, way no, of no, no,
1: it. no. That doesn't sound as good as vice champion uh, for me personally. But anyway, Tommy, uh,
0: let's let's hear
1: your three word race review before Frank loses his mind again. <laughs> Mine is need new finale,
2: and this is probably something that we say after every Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, apart from the last one because it was so controversial, but. What a snooze-worthy track the Asmarina Circuit is. The changes haven't really made a huge amount of difference. And it's just a shame that the season ends in such a flat, boring way. I mean, I've never seen less questions for our podcast because not really a lot happened. No, we're washed. We're washed, yeah. Um, But countering that, you can go, oh, well, you know, the championship's wrapped up and all this kind of stuff. Brazil absolutely brilliant we loved it and um it's a shame that this is just the way it is because money talks and um it's it's signed a deal for a very long time to be on the calendar but it's a shame that the season has to end for me on such a sort of oh, okay that wasn't a bit of a boring race whereas um yeah it just sort of like peters out in the in this uh on this track because not really a lot happens
1: I made a a video which will be going out actually before this podcast. So if you've watched it, you'll have seen this, but I, I kind of likened it to when you're out on a night out. Right. And the last sort of 15 minutes is when the DJ plays slow bangers for everyone to calm down and, you know, just sort of mellow out. That's what Abu Dhabi is in my opinion, like the F1 are just calming us down. I'm kidding. It's because Abu Dhabi pay a premium and that's the only reason that's there. Uh, But it, it yeah, it's uh, I mean again in this video that you may well have seen, uh, I argue that I think the changes have made overtaking even like harder, especially into turn nine. It's it's too sweeping, it's there's not enough hard breaking So The thing for me, right, and I say this in the video, if you've already seen it, I'm sorry for repeating myself, but I I firmly believe this. The formula, the formula one, for Good racing overtaking is a straight into a hard braking zone. Why don't tracks understand this? What, well, like, I'm thinking turn 14 China. I know I love the China you Shanghai do. International Circuit. What a track! But that kind of hairpin, maybe not that aggressive, but that kind of hairpin, we have a long straight into a hard braking zone. Drivers can send one to the inside, to the outside, whatever they fancy. And you have that that chance of someone out braking. Into turn nine, even turn five, it's too sweeping. Turn five is obviously a little bit more of a harder braking zone, so you have maybe an opportunity, but the straight before isn't long enough for drivers to get a run to try a move. Where we saw a great move from Signs was down towards turn six, because lo and behold, it's a hard braking zone into a tight and twisty chicane. So for me... I know they're not going to because why would they make more changes and spend more money? But the sweeping corners, yes, the drivers have said it's more enjoyable, but I don't think we should take the drivers saying they like the circuit and it's more enjoyable to drive as an equation for good racing because that's that's not what this is. And And it shows even with these 2022 cars that have been following so much better. I think, Tommy, you said in the watch along 25% more overtakes than there were last year. Yep. Abu Dhabi, you still can't get good racing around there. The amount of times Vettel tried to move on Ocon into turn nine, because that was the only time he could really get a full run on him. Ocon just covered the inside. And because of the almighty amount of downforce in, the, in these Formula 1 cars, the switchback is not possible for Vettel to, like in Formula 2, how they, you know, they'll run wide and then the, the other driver will cut inside. They can't really do that in F1 cars. So that's why sweeping corners don't work. Thank you for yeah it's also
0: that's all right it's also a very flat circuit. the elevation change I've just looked up is apparently ten point seven meters, which is thirty five foot which is really not very much. I'm not suggesting I just build a hill and add in like a little I don't know uh Baku kind of up sweeping up to some sort of random thing and go back down again, but where it is so flat, I also think that might contribute to not much exciting things happening, but yeah, just generally it's not a very thrilling circuit, is it? And as you say, it kind of leaves not a sour taste in fans' mouths, but everyone agrees that Abu Dhabi is a bit of a snooze fest. It's a dull track. And I would love it if we could switch it round to something else. But it's just one of those br- things br- that we just br- <laughs> Oh my God, are you all right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went to save Brazil and a cough and then hiccups at the same time I'm like so a fly or something
0: uh, uh, that was amazing I'm, sorry. Um, sorry, I'm going to get go yeah. back on mute it's just, sorry it's never going to happen is what I'm trying to say so we can just keep complaining till the end of time but we'll probably still be racing in Abu Dhabi for the last race of the season so
2: Abu Dhabi rely on sort of gimmicky things I guess at the end of the season as well so like <laughs> we, we get to the end of the the season and we've seen if there's not a title battle, it's like oh we're introducing the new logo here or you know we're having they're lucky medals. it's the last race of the season and you know medals. there's donuts because people remember or the medals yeah which in my opinion is a bit daft but we'll get used to them I guess Um what do you guys think to the medals I just think it looks a bit weird when they've got the medals on I and think they, if they the do champagne. medals
0: they should do got bronze silver gold so everyone on the podium what, is gets that not a medal. what it was no it's just the winner
2: oh oh it was just max that got
0: it's just max i didn't know yeah, it's just max that gets medal wow. i well, think that they should the do medals it... then the it's so that of... the winner gets like a personal memento so they don't but have what about to second and back. third i mean what... screw them
1: <laughs> what about vice champion of the world Shut up. what's <laughs> <laughs> quite but funny yeah, that it's they
0: gets the medal which i think is so silly but it's personally engraved. Woo-hoo.
1: That's not the that's not the point of medals, in my opinion. I think medals have always, since the beginning of time, been the top three. Yeah, Formula One. I like no first place. That's it. Second and third, you can you can just forget that. Uh, but either or, uh, that's another time to talk about medals. I assume uh, right. Question zero X fusions. Do you think once Abu Dhabi's race contract ends, Formula One will purposely pick one of the American races, probably Las mm-hmm. Vegas, to be the season finale? I feel any race, yes, even Vegas, can be more exciting than the Asmarine Circuit. Well, it depends. That's a good question. I think Vegas, maybe not, because Formula One are putting the shows on the show on themselves in Vegas. They're not. Pay, they are fronting the costs and then taking the money back out by selling the tickets and yada 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 whereas Abu Dhabi as I mentioned earlier pays a premium to be the finale so I think Formula One will just take a healthy paycheck from whoever's willing to pay um I don't know when Abu Dhabi's race contract ends or whether you know the difference between that and the premium that they pay uh is is how, how long that's locked in for I
0: but, feel like it's it was a 10-year contract last yeah, year yeah, yeah I thought it, that, feels, yeah.
1: it feels like it's going to be on till we're yeah 40 but um yeah, I I don't think it's a case of oh Las Vegas because it's glitz and glamour in U.S. It just whoever bids highest, I think, will get the finale. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's one of those things. Money talks. Okay, so it's secured a deal until twenty thirty. So That's it depressing. could be possible that, <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe Formula One do kind of promote the Las Vegas race. It's currently the penultimate race for next year, isn't it? Yeah. Is this yeah? Yes, Thank yeah,
2: you. yeah, because they're back to back for some.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: They're really close, though, right? Really,
2: really close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Abu Dhabi and America. I think
0: you could, like, Just walk like there, maybe. It's yeah. like
2: Brazil and Abu Dhabi, yeah. Tax day
0: is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at robinhood.com boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. Three percent match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Yeah, smart, smart moves from them. Uh, but yeah, it depends how much Abu Dhabi will be willing to pay. Um, I guess if the money talks, which we've seen as being a big trend when it comes to the F one calendar. But yeah, I I would actually quite like maybe Vegas. I mean, we haven't raced there yet, so that could also be a bit of a snooze fest, but at least it would be a snooze fest and a lot of hype going on with it, like off track. Whereas in Abu Dhabi, not really much exciting stuff happens on the track or off the track, apart from the Secret Santa, which I look forward to every year, but that could be done in Vegas. That's about the most it, exciting thing that happens
1: <laughs> in Abu Dhabi off track. It, call, call me an, a, an old school F1 fan, but I just want the finale to be a circuit that's been purpose-built and not built around things, i.e. Abu Dhabi built around the bloody hotel and the marina True. and yada, Las yada, Las Vegas, Vegas, the script. Vegas built yeah. literally in Vegas and, again, restricted. Brazil! Purpose-built, great track. I'm going
2: to throw into the mix that if it has to be money... And because Brazil are never going to have the the money to do it. Switch Abu Dhabi and Bahrain. Let's have Bahrain as the finale. Because Bahrain is a great circuit. Uh, very underrated. Um, that, again, was, I think, maybe a little bit controversial at the time that it was like, oh, Bahrain are you know, paying to get in Australia's slot as the season opener. Bahrain has produced some absolute amazing races. So I'd happily have
1: Bahrain as the finale. Um would Bahrain want the finale though? I feel yeah, like, they, they, like they, they, the they like being the intro, they will pay a premium. And you do be testing the, there as well. I guess Saudi. it's because they race there though, right? That they have testing. Because I guess if they did switch it, they'd just do testing in Abu Dhabi, maybe. I don't know. But from a circuit perspective,
2: uh Saudi uh is an excite. like we can't we can't say that the last two Saudi Grand Prix haven't been incredibly exciting and Um, dramatic, so I'd rather have Saudi as the the finale than Abu Dhabi from a racing perspective. They'd
1: be willing to pay. They would, I'm sure sure they would. I wonder what the bidding war will be like when that next uh, comes up, but um, yeah, interesting stuff. Next question from Monkeyu 5 Should Max take the majority of the blame for Checo not getting second place in the Drivers' Championship, preventing Red Bull from getting the first sweep in the Drivers' Championship? I'd say yes. I would say Checo should have driven faster and secured P2. I think it is very, very unfair yeah, okay, look, Brazil is Brazil, and I have been more than vocal that Max should have helped Checo, and I even thought that he should have let Checo through uh, in the sprint, and if you had, if he had let him through both in the sprint and in the race in Brazil, he would have got second place in the championship because of the extra points. That's correct, isn't it, Tommy? I think it is. Uh, he would, got it is it, would he have maybe. got an extra three points, would he? Yeah, or well, maybe... No, and Charles mm-hmm. Leclerc's got an extra win. So yeah, he no, an extra no, he win. Wouldn't... Okay, so I saw a lot of people saying that on Twitter, so they're wrong. Okay, cool. Uh, Twitter um, are wrong, surely not. No, I know, right. Uh, so yes, okay, in which case, um, no, not at all. Brazil Max, made no difference. Max, uh, for those that expected Max <laughs> to slow down from the lead of the race to back Leclerc into Checo to try and get Perez through on Leclerc without putting his win at jeopardy. It's just, it's a bit bonkers, in my opinion. Um, Verstappen did... To be fair, he played the team game. He gave Checo slipstream in qualifying. He definitely helped Checo have DRS at the start of the race as well to drag him out of um, the the attack from, from Leclerc behind. And then, you know, the rest is up to, to Sergio, in my opinion. Tommy's already mentioned it earlier – it wasn't ideal going through traffic. I think some of the things was was very much just bad luck uh, with the drivers fighting in front of him. I don't think he could have done much more with Gasly and Albon, was it? I think they were fighting at the same time. Yeah. Um, so there were moments where I don't think he could have done much more. Uh, but there were also, I think it was when he pitted originally, didn't he, from his first stop, which then put him into traffic. And you then say, well, look, yeah, he came out in traffic, but also... He wasn't able to take those tyres anywhere near the, the amount that Verstappen was. Um, so you have to maybe put that down to Sergio a little bit. But no, I'm not I'm not putting blame on Max at all, really. I think that he's done all he said he was going to do in Abu Dhabi. Checo just had to beat Charles uh, and didn't. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter at all for any anything. I know, well, apart from Charles Leclerc being vice champion of the world... It doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't. Like Rebel getting a clean sweep. It's just an extra touch to a to a record book.
2: Exactly. To for, for Max to start, I, I totally understand why Hamilton backed up Rosberg, because it was for the world championship. Um equally Perez doing what he did for um Max in Abu Dhabi uh was for the world championship. P2 is just a nice additional thing that you know, Max did what he could in terms of, like you say, dragged him along with with DRS. I'm I've not changed my stance on Brazil, even though now it doesn't matter. And I think what didn't help is that Jensen Button, when he did the interview, said it was one point when it wasn't. Um, because it was obviously three points right. and a win. So it was it was more than that. So Brazil actually wouldn't have made any difference if he'd have let him through. Um I still believe he should have done though in terms of just team morale and everything like that. Um, so I've not changed my stance on that, but realistically, yeah, it it was a nice additional thing that he could have got, but how can you blame Max Verstappen for it? I mean, Sergio Perez finished 149 points behind Verstappen, uh, scored two wins to Verstappen's 15, and yeah, I don't I, I don't really see how that's Verstappen's fault, but then he's the bad guy now, isn't he? Because he's started dominating Formula One and just like Hamilton and Vettel before, ironically, Vettel of all people, um, you know, he's he's been the, the villain and been the one that's being booed on the podium and stuff. And now um, everyone uh, loves him. So domination just makes people hate people. Apart from you, you oh. love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: um yeah no I think I am with you guys in terms of the Brazil situation uh and you've also got to look at the bigger picture the whole of the 2022 season there might have been opportunities where Sergio could have done more maybe Max could have done more but I'm in the same boat of like at the end of the day racing is racing I think part of the team game would have been it would have been nice for Max to let Checo buy in Brazil but you know look at the whole rest of the season like Perez got pole position in Saudi Arabia, and then kind of got mugged off because Ferrari did a dummy radio message and they pit, uh, pit, pit Perez. And then there was the safety car afterwards, and so he kind of got a bit mugged off with that. And then had to give a position back to Carlos Sainz and all that kind of thing. It seems like it was ages ago now. Saudi thinking it back to that, but you know there was opportunity for points to be lost there. And there have been so many situations throughout the year where either the Checo might have. Missed a chance to get some points. and Maybe Red Bull have missed the opportunity too. Um, But then the same can be said with Leclerc's side of the garage. So I can never remember so much hype and, like, I don't know, media attention put on this battle for P2. It could be that we've just (laughs) Not had had
2: a championship fight, basically. yeah, Yeah,
0: for P2, because normally it's like Mercedes and it's always Hamilton wins it with, like, four races to go. And then... Uh, unless it was like Vettel when he was at Ferrari or something, it's normally like Valtteri Bottas or someone like that that's able just to pick up the points because there's no other cars that are nearly as competitive as Mercedes. But it's just been mad this last week of P2, P2. I mean, if you look back at the last decade of Formula One, unless you like kind of really gave a thought to it, nobody can just list who came P2 in the last ten years, unless you're a Sebastian Bell. human encyclopedia, <laughs> a exactly, Bell a human kid. encyclopedia, yeah. but um, yeah, it's it's not that deep. <laughs>
2: no, it's true. No one will remember it, particularly obviously if Charles Leclerc ends up winning a title, which you hope he would, um, with his talent. So um, it's just one of those things. like you say it's nice. It would have been nice, but I, I don't really like. Checo Check-
0: had. Checo didn't I think. seem too sad on the podium, did he? That he'd finished third. Is that oh, okay, nice.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I, I would also blame um, the graphics and the battle for P two, which came up from about Japan. Who I think. will be so, vice champion? Uh, I think it was very much like just as something, a uh, some sort of narrative that we can all get our teeth into, and we we took the bait and we uh, we chomped that up. So, uh, but it was fun. It was just a bit of fun, and Leclerc. Came out on top. Uh, next question. Robbie Chen, 29. I thought the FIA won't inform drivers to give position back this year. Why is it different now with Hamilton regarding his corner cutting when battling signs? I, I, what? That first bit. Is that is that the case? I I, I yeah, must have missed that.
2: I'm I... pretty sure they said that they, at the start of the season, they said that drivers, uh, the, the new stewards, bearing in mind one of them has not been fired, but... It, terms of like yeah they're not, just, they're not just, using, using him happenance. anymore right
0: no we
2: um but they said at the start that they're going to have this approach yeah i thought i thought they had this approach i don't know if they've changed it since but they announced that it would basically they'd let the drivers decide whether they give up the position or not and then if they don't then they'll go okay you're getting a penalty rather than telling him you have to give up the position so yeah i understand why they've said that i don't really get that Um, I
0: I don't know if maybe we just got like a really small snippet of the radio, but yeah, as you sort of said, it was like hinted that maybe the FIA had said you need to give the position back, but perhaps maybe it was the team seeing it from an outside perspective and going, if we don't give this back now, we're probably going to get a penalty for it. So he might as well just give it back. And then it just avoids any further issues down the line.
2: One mm. did tweet that race direction told Hamilton to let him back through so that I guess there's confusion there mm. I've not actually heard the radio transcript but uh and then obviously the team said yeah the team said we've been told to give the position back so they have they were told from what it I don't sounds know the FIA like anymore. <laughs> just
1: FIA things then isn't it really it is
2: just you just couldn't make it up could you that it's the same driver the same corner because even science mentioned it on the radio didn't he said he did exactly the same as Verstappen which I would argue is not true because I think science's move was a lot cleaner than Verstappen's and I think um science's was a lot more clear cut for me that Hamilton should have given the pass whereas I understand why people don't think Verstappen should have been given the place back last
1: year yeah um they've also did they have that exit curb there last year or did they add I that that. after <laughs> the wheelie after curve. Hamilton yeah after yeah. Hamilton straight line it last year or was it the fact that he went off the track a bit later than because mm. I think Hamilton he tried to stay on it, this year he? and then so maybe that maybe it's that but um, I mean I don't have a problem with the FIA informing positions to be handed back to be honest with you I don't think I don't know why that's an implementation that they've had um, personally it's, it's difficult because also people have been saying that why is it different one, I agree, Tommy, Sciences was more measured, but still did squeeze Hamilton on the exit just purely for how tight that corner becomes. Uh, but also because the overtaking rules have changed slightly. And maybe that's another reason why the outcome was different to what happened with Verstappen and Hamilton. But either or, Hamilton gave the position back and then it was no further action, which I don't mind. I, I, I would prefer that than drivers being slapped with five-second penalties. I'd rather... They be informed and then they can just continue to race rather than someone being slapped with a five second penalty and all of a sudden that battle is over. Cool. Good chat, everyone. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for K2, but. Yeah. Oh, no. I have nothing else to say.
0: Okay.
1: Cool. You can tell it's the end of the season when I just say something and then uh, neither of <laughs> <have> you <laughs> respond. silence. Just. Yeah. <laughs> Agree, disagree, hate me. Hello? No, We've no. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry I can't end this season with another FIA rant, but I'm uh, just done. <laughs> I've got
2: nothing left. Cool. All right. Um, yeah. I think they played it. I think they played it perfectly there.
1: And I well think done. that should be the way they do it moving on as well. Yep. Well done, FIA. You did something right. Uh, next question GA Ferrari underscore did something R. Right.
2: FIA did something right. What's I going know. on? What is
1: this world? Uh, You're in a GA underscore universe. R 1997. Did Alpine low key put a 2017 McLaren Honda engine in Alonso's car? yes <laughs> yeah not even low-key uh he's i mean we, we listed we listed all the problems he'd had uh maybe it was a, a podcast Mexique. or two ago. um and he has another problem uh this weekend it's just fernando alonso's luck this year has been absolutely disgraceful uh i would have loved to have seen what he could have achieved uh had he just had half the bad luck um you know times like Australia qualifying and things like that. We go back all the way that, uh, to then. And yeah, it's such a shame because Fernando clearly has shown that he has still got the absolute minerals uh, that um, we, ding, we, ding, ding. we suspected. tick off your bingo card. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, next year, I fear that it could be one of those. Oh, if Fernando had stayed at Alpine, what could he have done sort of thing? Because Aston Martin, as much as they were, a lot better in Abu Dhabi. Generally speaking, their season has been pretty poor. Um, but let's see. Did Alonso sign for the paycheck? Did he sign for better reliability? Uh, <laughs> or did he sign because genuinely he believes that Aston Martin are going to be better next year? We'll have to wait and find out.
2: Well, doesn't want to race Alcon anymore. I think all of the above. Um, yeah. Fernando's luck has just been poor. For me, he's been one of the drivers of the season. Uh, and his points don't. Don't show that uh at all. Uh, you know, he's finished ninth in the championship, uh, which is, I mean, you can argue that the championship, the top six are locked in anyway, uh, with the the gap of that, um, those top teams. But yeah, the fact that he's finished eleven points behind Ocon uh when his car hasn't worked, no, no discredit to Ocon, because I think he has been underrated this year. But um Alonso's car just the amount of failures like you say you listed it off in Mexico and now the fact that it got into the final race and again he's had a problem it's just unbelievable uh, the poor guy but said on Hot Takes Wednesday that uh, the move for me is actually looking better than you would if you'd have asked me when first did it I thought it was absolutely ridiculous and stupid but I think it's a good move now
0: yeah it's hugely disappointing to see his season end like that but then at the same time <laughs> it couldn't have ended any other way could it I know that there was a meme I think you shared Tommy of what somebody had made the donuts that people did for him in 2018 yeah. on the Abu Dhabi Strait and they had redone it and made Alonso's engine on fire in 2022 and sure enough it happened he had this failure um, and yeah it, it's just how his season (laughs) has come to an end it's just almost poetry that it had to end like that but um yeah hugely disappointing for him I've seen pictures that he's already just chilling with the Aston Martin garage scouting that out today so clearly he wants that chapter to end I just knew social media would be a cesspit after that Um, especially the Alpine tweet they put out to say that Fernando's had to retire from the race. Some of the replies to that were pretty disgusting. Um, And, you know, it's not the admin's fault on social media that their car has broken down. Obviously, they don't want it to happen. They still managed to secure P4. But at the end of the day, like the people that are at Alpine are not doing it deliberately. It's just unfortunate circumstances. Um, But yeah, I'd be (laughs) interested to see how many Twitter followers and social media followers Alpine lost after that happened to Alonso yesterday, because I think a lot of hardcore Alonso stands were just like, right, that chapter's ended unfollow, block. You saw that same stuff.
1: video that I did on Twitter, didn't you? Of that Stan oh. Alonso account that literally unfollowed. Yeah. There was literally no, an but, Alonso well, Stan, it's Stan because account. because
0: my brother literally did the same as soon as it oh, happened, wow. He was like, no, unfollow there was, Alpine.
1: There was quite, a, uh, quite a, uh, an engaged tweet that someone was like, right, cool then. Thanks so much, Alpine. Unfollow. Goodbye.
2: It's mad to think oh, that no. <laughs> Alpine are the team, albeit with a different name that Fernando won his two world titles with, and it's ending this badly it's mad Renault was always that team that he could come back to you know he had he fell out with McLaren and returned to Renault and they took him back and yeah, it's ended extremely badly and speaking he of ended ending...
1: in the uh... Pre race interview with Ocon. I think we mentioned it was on the watch yeah, long, yeah, um yeah. where he was like, Yeah, I can't wait to leave, basically. And oh, Alonso just doesn't even hold back, does he? He's just like, Bridge by, bridge yep. burning, lovely torch, flamethrower. Yeah. yeah.
2: And now I've got to buy Alpine match for
1: God's sake. Head to toe. Head to toe. <sighs> uh, what were you going to say? Everything. Speaking of, was that what you're going to say? Was what I was going to say, oh, Yeah, cool, I can't cool, cool. believe it. Head um, to toe. What does that mean? That means a hat. Thanks, I reckon it means sunglasses. If there's any sort of no. Alpine, <laughs> what Alpine scarf, ear
0: defenders?
1: Alpine oh, t-shirt, gonna... hoodie, trousers, underwear. I'm going to set up a GoFundMe because I'm going to be bankrupt. Shoes. After this. <laughs> uh said socks. Bracelets,
0: jewelry, or something. If jewelry, have it.
1: watch. Yeah. Oh, no, for maybe go to the I'll Alpine store
0: and see what there
1: is. Uh, no, no
2: Christmas present for Grace's. <laughs>
1: yeah. Alpine, Alpine earplugs, Alpine headphones.
0: Could you get uh, a cap and a beanie? Or oh, they do body warmers so you could have that at a Hello,
1: Body warmer.
2: Lovely. Oh my
0: god, they do bedding.
2: It's so annoying as well, because I am. Um, I'm they not do. I'm not that fan that's like unfollowing gonna unfollow Alpine, but at least if Alonso had stayed, I'd be like, That's fine. Alonso yeah. fanboy got some Alpine day.
0: <laughs> 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 you might get it discounted. There might be a uh, sale. And Alonso god, so. yeah,
1: you'd have to find a discounted Alonso sale. Oh, um, yeah. That's right, mate, put on expenses. It's fine.
0: <laughs> it's they did trainers, the, they have to the do yeah.
1: Katie, shush. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop. You're hurting
0: shoes. my
2: bank balance. <laughs> I need
0: and they're on stop sale. From 130 things. euros to 78 euros well, look, just for a pair of shoes. They do should... the bag. They have a tote bag.
1: Oh, a bag as well. Yeah, that's oh, good. A magnet. You have sake. to get a
0: magnet and pens and a lanyard. You have to buy the lanyard. Well, no,
1: okay. Umbrellas. Yeah, yeah, Lanyard, yes. Umbrella. Sunglasses. Do you dress in an umbrella? Probably not. Uh, but either or, Tommy, you know, well, maybe, right, <sighs> on this so podcast, <laughs> you shouldn't be so flamboyant with your little, oh, no one's <laughs> ever going to break into the top four. Uh, uh, we need to find that clear. Yeah,
2: thanks, that's Danny the... Rick. On, on social media. Racing yeah. one car this year. Really, really Is
1: appreciate mask- that.
0: That's
1: stamps.com code program. Sassy Tommy's coming out now. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, let it all out. Okie dokie. Well, there you go. Tommy can figure out what he's going to sort out uh, for Alpine merch. And we now get into, hopefully, Tom Bellingham with his guitar ready to. Uh... No, I haven't oh, had time. For... I'll do, do the end of season one. Had I've got COVID. Oh, a bad coat, which means you'll be late. You've had a whole
0: season about the rift. No, you only told me. You
2: only told me the last race that I needed to do it, right?
0: Nuts. No, no, we didn't. We said rubbish. that weeks before. was well, absolutely rubbish.
2: Okay, end of end we of season. We said that about
0: in the US.
2: Okay, we're doing an end of season OBCDF one anyway, and I realized end
1: of season podcast. Yeah, I was okay. like, oh
2: my word, I've totally forgot. Forgot. Okay, need, well, I that that need to a, record and pact, all sorts.
1: Now. Okay, you have to do it. I will do it.
2: I've got more time now. What did you go
1: to university for if you're not even going to apply your musical talents to your current (laughs) job? Huh? I know. Jeez. Right, that is your homework, Tommy. End of season. You have to create something or other. Okay.
2: This one's a good one anyway, so it's a sweet played. Okay. This one's from Mike. M.O. Goalkeeping. Love your work. I've been inspired by your recent jingle, so decided to put one together myself. I have zero audio skills or experience, but I have iMovie, so thought I'd give it a go and have a bit of fun. Hope you like it.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ABCDEF1. ABCDEF1
0: time. ABCDEF1.
1: ABCDEF1 time. ABCDEF1. that was a lot of different Uh, what was the name sorry Uh, Mike Mike Mike. thank you Mike Mike, for whatever that was that was uh, that was impressive Uh, and that was yeah the final race uh, jingle one so thank you very much Mike for that Let's get into the ABCDF1 rankings. Let's start with Lewis Hamilton. Mm-hmm. B. Yeah, B. Mm-hmm. B as well, yeah. Yeah, B. Hey, B from us mm-hmm. and a B from the fans. Tommy was thinking about a C there, but we went with a B. Uh, George Russell, B. B, yeah. Yeah,
0: same.
1: A B from us and a B from the fans. Max Verstappen, A star. A star. A star. Boring. A star from the fans as well. Sergio Perez. B. 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 B, B from an us day. and a B from the fans. Can check fan girl was a trying star. to come out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Charles Leclerc, A star. A star. A star. Oh, you were going to give him an A there, weren't you? You were thinking about
0: it. I, I think he was see, more right? of an
2: A-star than Max, have to, has to be said. Yeah. I don't yeah, know how. I don't know Maca. how. Yeah, definitely.
1: Could Did
2: not see that coming, even though I put it in your prediction.
1: But yeah. My prediction, you mean, uh, in the record book, <laughs> It says it's my prediction. Uh, A-star from us and an A-star from the fans. Well done, Charles. Uh, Carlos signs. Oh, Carlos. Yeah, just not quite there. Yeah, we'll go with a B.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. 24 <laughs> seconds uh, off Verstappen at the end. Uh, finished, what, 16 behind Charles? Yeah, it's a B. Uh, B from us and a B from the fans. Lando Norris. A. Oh, is it realistically? He so uh, got, uh, got,
2: got fastest lap, A star. He got a... fastest lap in a McLaren. Uh, without pitting late either to just get fastest lap he genuinely got fastest lap
1: just with a decent strategy it's Um, annoying it's annoying because the
2: midfield cars it should be like a star should be reserved for a podium but they're never going to get it because this season is just terrible at that so i think yeah uh
1: no he only finished a second ahead of ocon yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm. It's an a, I'm going think. to go A. Yeah, it's not an A star quite. It's a high A. <laughs> yeah, okay. One last time. <laughs> Are you stick with an A star, Tommy? Uh,
2: it doesn't matter, but uh, no, actually, if he was only that, cl- if he was that close to Ocon, then fair enough.
1: Yeah, uh, A from us and A, A from the fans. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo B, B, B. Well done B, uh, B. Love
0: them,
1: B. <laughs> B from us and a B from the fans. <laughs> Fernando, Alonso, B. B.
0: A star for effort. <laughs> but yeah, it's probably got
2: to be a B. A star for being Vettel's red gunner the entire race and then his car
1: exploding. It
0: was so cute though. You and Alonso lap, was like, we're, we're starting next I like to each other. I'll look after yeah. him. I was like, oh God.
1: He did he as well. He definitely said he wouldn't would attack have him on the it. first lap. But then also I think he was very like tentative to make a move at all really he was just mm. like chilling um it's gonna say something that as an Alonso fan
2: would have actually hurt myself friendly fire go. I'd have said he's had a lot of practice just sticking behind a car at Abu Dhabi and not being able to
1: pass Ouch. wow nice championship <laughs> Vitaly Petrov <laughs> uh, uh, okay so B from us and the B from the fans Esteban Ocon it's gonna be an A from me yeah best, yeah definitely. an
0: A but can we Take a second to talk about the fact that he's changed his name on his pass to Esti Bestie Wow, genuinely has so he? When he goes, it goes when he signs in, it says Esti Besti. What, and what boop noise boop. does it make? <laughs> and also, apparently, he's been doing his signature as Esti Besti as well. Wow
1: oh. Which no. Who same. came up with
0: uh,
1: <laughs> that? I origin? just like to say
0: it, it was not from me. Everybody yeah. thinks I made it. I haven't made it. I just called mm. him that, but I don't know where it's come from. You it's just bought it to the masses. Top. Yeah, I mean, it's just a nickname. So I don't yeah. want to take credit. I don't want people to go, Oh, Katie saying she made it. She didn't. I'm not saying I did.
1: She says it off when she's off air, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want all the proceeds of the merchandise to made But we
1: we we have adopted it on this uh, on this podcast we absolutely. Have. Um so yeah, yeah. And Ocon finishing the season exactly how he has been pretty much this whole year just picking up lots of points being very consistent and I think he's had a great season. Uh, so it's an A from us and a B from the fans. Come on fans. Jesus. Uh Pierre Yes Lee day.
0: Why did they put him on the softs at the start? He was the only one. Well,
2: they both tried they the put, softs, yeah, didn't they? Was, Very he, weird. He was on the softs as well, for oh, yeah. goodness sake. A
0: weird weird points.
1: Fresh, I
2: don't know. Very
0: mm. strange.
2: Alpha Tari just rogue strategy, standard. Yeah, D for Gasly.
1: Yeah.
0: So I just for... started on the mediums.
2: He, went, he was soft. Was, yeah, he was on he softs softs the softs at the end.
0: Oh, at the end, He's okay, the okay, only
2: yeah. other. And a, I don't think. I think it was only the Alfataris that was.
0: Joe Joe went soft at the end, of oh, that, yeah. So, okay. um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Qualified
2: seventeenth as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, me and Tommy have given D's anyway, so. Uh... <laughs> I'll, I'll
2: be giving oh, a okay. C if y- y- Yuki to gets an A star. That's fine. Fine by me.
1: No, okay, this isn't this isn't like you can't be bartering for other grades. Come on, Uh D from us and a C from the fans. Uh Next up, Yuki Sonoda, B mm,
2: B. I reckon he would have got points if it wasn't for the, and uh, he wouldn't. He'd have overtaken that, but he didn't want to. He was thinking of yeah. the five and
1: a yeah. half seconds behind finishing at the end. He was just giving him a wide berth. Was he
0: five second gap? Yeah, <laughs> nice. Just in it's case of accidental bite,
1: dive bomb. Cutie Yuki. He was, uh, he was,
2: um, I watched the race back and just was on Yuki Tsunoda watch to see how badly it went. And he was on the back of Lance Stroll through the whole first stint. And then just Alpha Tauri things, just the worst strategy ever finished 11th because they've, uh, they were it's ninth, they? like a word. Yeah, true. But Alpha Tauri ninth in the constructors.
1: That is shocking. Horrendous.
0: When you think last year Pierre Gasly was like Mr. P five, he would always act like slot in a P5 and quali or be best at the rest, come the race. Yeah, what a step backwards.
1: And before Alpha just want more wind tunnel time because their sister team doesn't have as much this year. Next year even. Oh,
2: throwing that one in for next. Oh, that... They were sixth. They were sixth last year as well. I'm like, kidding, I mean, by, by the they... way. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> yeah, so I'd say they're one of, if not the worst performers in terms of the downgrade yeah yeah absolutely
1: i mean williams as well i mean they are big brain thinking for 2023 they're going to have what the entire year just in the wind tunnel uh finishing 10th so uh they're going to get a lot of data uh, and maybe they can score was it eight points in the end williams scored actually? yeah eight points more than was it more than the year before i don't know no, it wasn't <laughs> because george eight. russell uh, scored some some decent got, um, got and, and the
0: clinton tv in hungary
1: yeah let's not forget that Let's not forget that big moment. Um,
0: high.
1: Okay, swing, next up, Sebastian Vettel. Wait, did we agree on Sonoda?
0: I don't think I said my Sonoda. I'll what? go, what did you guys go for C? We went for B. A B, a B. Oh, yeah, I'll go B.
1: Okay, B from us and a C from the fans. Sebastian Vettel, A star.
0: A star. We're he was the driving well the absolute truly.
1: wheels off that car until Aston Martin screwed him. Yeah. Uh A star, yeah. Tommy. My head says A, but I my heart says like- A star. I don't care what A-star. It doesn't
2: matter A-star. anyway, does it? Yeah, I okay, It's A-star. an A star for this, Sebastian Vettel. I'm, the, I'm looking forward to the end of year where he's like the fifth best driver of the year or something because we give him <laughs> better
1: grades every time. Nah. Um, A star. Yeah. Okay. Uh Lance Stroll. Uh what how do you even grade this man? Like he has just the worst qualifyings and then just finishes in the points. It's um it's, it's, gonna, be a. A. it's gonna be an A. It's gonna be an A. It has to be, eighth mm. place. Yeah. Mm, yeah,
0: A. And um, we've just given his teammate who finished two positions back, even if he did have a bad strategy, an A-star. So yeah, I think it's gonna be an give a. Him a. B, can we?
1: Uh, <laughs> a from us and a B from the fans. So the fans gave Vettel an A-star and the stroller a B, but we gave him an A. <laughs> Nicholas Latifi. Going to have to be a solid F to finish off the... No. Um, 100% is an F. Every time I blinked, I saw him lose three seconds and it's it's painful. If you are a Nicholas Latifi fan out there, how the hell do you cope? Because that man just has a race on his own and it's so funny because I did actually tweet about blinking and three seconds lost every time and someone said, it's his last race, why rush? Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh so, poor guy. It's that's going to have to be an F. I'm sorry. It was, so. an, it was an awful performance. He did get yeeted by Schumacher, but his only reason he was fighting Schumacher was because he was just out there on 47 lap old hards or whatever it was. So, or mediums even. But
0: no, there was a point where Bottas was in 20th. And I was like, I know. Oh,
1: this... mm. I was celebrating it he... in the watch along. I thought the prediction yeah. was
0: on. Yeah. And then Bottas got past and I was like, it's okay. Cling on to the back. Next time, like you say, blink oof, seven seconds behind. How on earth has that happened? I just it, it must be infuriating being a Latifi fan, but um, yeah, oh, I'm so e. tormenting giving an A star and <laughs> an F. I think it's gonna have to be an F because I don't want to skew the end of season. We just gave
2: him an E, yeah, I think an E. I reckon he would have at least got okay, maybe... he did get
0: punted as well, yeah. So yeah, I'll go e. I reckon he got seventh but... if it
2: wasn't for that mixture
1: of punt. Seven.
0: good joke. Huh? Wow, <laughs>
1: Tommy. Okay, oh, I'll give him a knee. Actually, I don't think it was as bad as maybe a Yuki Sonoda and Hungry kind of vibe. So let's go. Let's go with the an knee. And finally, wait, no, an E from Aston and an F from the fans. That is that is that's not finally at all. Uh, Alex Albon, um, B B, decent drive from him. Thirteenth, managed 13th to beat Gassan Bottas, Schumacher, Magnuson. No yeah, one's yeah, talking about. Gently. If
2: you watch the race, I've not seen any replays of it. Joe Guan Yu, Alex Albin, and Pierre Gasly swap positions about six times on the last lap between all all three of them. Uh, no way, because it's because I was just looking at it like, wait, they're just switching all the time, and there's no replays up there because uh, Albon actually got into twelfth at one point, then went all the way down to fourteenth, then got back up to thirteenth. It was they were swapping every lap. They were. They were tenths apart at the finish line. Yeah. Oh,
1: but, of course, there was lots of other action going on, Tommy, that uh, we couldn't have possibly missed um, Verstappen we leading. We had to see Max or...
0: Verstappen win by,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, just in case Checo uh,
2: did a dive bomb from two and a half seconds back into turn six.
0: Yeah. You we also know. had to watch those fireworks that were just, like, blinding. It was a bit much. Whoever did those, I'm sorry.
1: I think it was... A, I thought they were really cool. I thought they were awesome. <laughs> I <not> like them.
0: <laughs> they were just so many, and I know that the camera <laughs> that they use will always be slightly deceiving, but it made it look so smoky on the start finish straight that I'm like,
1: "Yeah, I was triggered. It's
0: not very safe."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. they speak about flares, and then no, it's fine. But it was on the straight. It's okay, um, and it was the end of the race. But I thought it was very cool. Actually, maybe you need to turn the brightness down on your television, Katie. Maybe it was a little bit too yeah. too Imagine piercing.
0: My new glasses needed to go back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm seeing too much uh, Finally Yes So what were we saying About Alban? B did Oh
0: no, job. Say a? B.
1: Yeah B yeah. yeah B from us And a C from the fans uh, Valtteri Bottas Horrendous D. He was He was really struggling uh, D Yeah D What's happened to Alfa Romeo My goodness me uh, D from us And a C from the fans Zhou Guan Yu Finished 12th I'm going to give him a C
0: B Maybe a B mm. B. B. Board, no, maybe not yeah. Borderline A He was Five seconds behind Vettel in the points
1: Yeah, B Who was? Joe Guanyu? No, he wasn't yeah. was,
0: Oh, no, sorry no, I'm a couple person there Yeah was say, Joe Guanyu
2: oh. is just ahead of Albon
1: C Yeah, I think it's a C
0: Yeah, okay, C then uh, C from us got my And a C from up. the
1: fans uh, Kevin Magnussen Wow, horrendous weekend D D E
0: He literally came last. Mm. Yeah. Schumacher finished ahead of him and got punted.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he did the punting. Magnuson, he did get the punter. He did do the punting. To be fair,
0: Uh... it's true. He did literally like (laughs) synchronized spin and still finished ahead of Kevin. Yeah, I
1: guess he lost maybe like what five seconds? Did he have to pit? I don't think he had to, Schumacher, which no, it was just a, a light did. touch, whereas Latifi's rear wing was destroyed. Uh, and Schumacher did get a penalty for that as well, didn't he? So uh, Yeah, it's a horrendous from Magnussen, actually. Uh, the pole sitter from Brazil uh, so far off. Uh, let's go with E. No, D. No, D. D. I'm going D. In. Okay, D from us and a C from the fans. What? Uh, nice! And Mick Schumacher, I'm also going to give a D. Mm... No, D. it won't be that harsh. D. Uh, he... no, I won't be that, that harsh. D, I said
2: D. Well, no, I, no, I was going to give him an E. Oh right, I thought you, I
1: thought um, you were talking to my grade, and like, I'm not going to be that harsh. No,
2: the same grade. When you manage to <laughs> botch an overtake on Nicholas Latifi, you know it's going going bad. Mm. Um, he started. Yeah, he was good in qualifying. So D. Yeah, DKT. KT or... we're
1: gonna say, come on, attempt
0: with an E.
2: Yeah, I think E actually.
0: I'm sorry. He put
2: mate. he put Latifi out his final race. Shocking behavior.
1: <laughs> actually, yeah, he screwed True. my prediction. E. Uh so an E from us and a D for the fans. <laughs> uh no, I think, it's, I think I still give him a D, but it's still an E from us because uh, both of you gave him one and a D from the fans. Uh, happy W predictions. These went really well for all of us. Oh my God. Uh, so I went with Ricardo doesn't score points, leaves F1 with underwhelming performance. That did not happen, so which is good. So happy that it was the is anti not- uh, Latifi doesn't finish last. Oh my god That was hilarious in the right? And people are like, well, he would have finished last. Well, no, not technically, because I'm pretty sure Hamilton would still have been classified. And therefore, I had the whole argument ready. Well, actually, Hamilton's still classified because he conked out right at the end of the race. I gave you it in the watch along. Yeah, you were like, yeah, 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 fair enough. And then he, he pits on the last lap. What the hell? Like, could you not have just done one more lap, Williams? I feel like there was more to it. I feel like they've retired the car for some technical like, you know, they get something back reason. Maybe they. To get some money if they retire the car or i don't know mm-hmm. he never but either or fuming yeah. shocking
2: he never got the nutella at the side of the track that he'd left
1: there to do a celebration either just what
0: did you call him last week natifi
1: <laughs> N- natifi. N- natifi. natifi that's clever uh, but yeah, so I went Latifi doesn't finish last and I thought this is it. This is my moment. And then he retires on the last lap and the Twitch watch along went up in in absolute um, laughter. So yeah, good stuff. Zero points for that. And my bonus one was Charlotte Clare and Sergio Perez make contact. Um, what I meant by that is make some sort of uh, contact on the phone. And I believe that they did have a, uh, a phone contact at some point uh, chatting about P2 and the vice champion of the world. So that'd be one point for me. Moving on.
0: Beautiful. I think okay, that's no worth points.
1: at least a hundred yeah. points. <laughs> no points for me, Katie. What did you get?
0: I said donuts from the grid for Seb.
1: No, well, it was it wasn't not for, for Seb. Seb. It was donuts. They'd finished, and Seb came on his own. That sounds weird. But yeah. he did. He. Um... You,
2: yeah, you you were going for the guard of honor there, weren't you? Let's be honest. You, you were. Don't don't make us go rewind, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure we even said the guard of honor and we did. Yeah. That's why you said two or more people. I did people. say
0: brackets, two or more people.
2: Yeah, but to you said do for Seb.
0: From the grid.
1: They weren't four Seb.
0: I they actually were heard they were a rumour that Max and Checo were both like, this one's for Seb on the radio, but it never got broadcast.
1: Okay, we're really struggling here, aren't we? Uh, yeah, okay, okay so
0: that's no points there. <laughs> and then I said Alonso and Ocon have a final coming together which didn't happen, and then I said bonus Norris front row start, which was an extremely bold and crazy prediction. He did have a good weekend, but not quite front row start, was it? Would
1: have been on the front row if his fastest lap had been qualifying and therefore
0: wouldn't start P1. Thanks for the point.
1: (laughs) And Tommy, what about your lovely points that you've scored?
2: Yes, I went for (laughs) Hamilton win, which didn't happen. The the record has gone. Can you believe that?
1: I know, win record. Bye-bye. And
2: uh Sebastian Vettel DNFs, which I'm very glad I didn't get a point for. Um instead it was the other the other two that were gonna do the uh the burnouts with him. And my bonus prediction was that Latifi would have an identical crash at the same corner as last year during the weekend. And when we saw that camera shot just cut to it, I thought I'd put an absolute blinder, but it was a <laughs> corner. Um we just and- so close. Yeah
0: schumacher and latifi like racing near each other and i was like oh my god it's is
2: it half a point year. is it half a point that it was mick schumacher and latifi racing each other again
1: No, you haven't
0: put it in your and... latifi in your has an and
1: identical crash identical crash at the same <laughs> corner and you're like well they were fighting at a different corner and they crashed okay don't I just, just got to. No, 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 no because well I could have said, oh, well," yeah. in three laps in the future, Charlotte Lowe and Sergei Perez may have made contact. Uh, we don't know. It's all hypothetical. Anyway, Uh fans. Hannah, 15 F1, safety car, first lap. No. J137X, Mercedes, still P2. No. And Rachel, Vettel's win driver of the day. Yes. So that was one point for the fans. Well done. We will, hopefully someone will tot up the prediction points. I'm sure there is, uh, there's we do have uh, someone out there that is sorting that. So we will have the results in the end of season podcast, I am sure. And that is it. We are at the end of the race podcasts for this year. I just want to thank both you Katie and you Tommy for being my friends to talk about Formula uh... One over the course of the year. I have had a absolute barrel of laughs with you all. And I'm glad you're almost like my therapists for um, allowing me to talk about my Ferrari feelings every single race weekend. So I just want to thank both of you and also for everyone listening and watching. This is kind of my final thoughts. I've gone too early, um, but it has been an absolute pleasure to bring this podcast uh, to you all. And the amount of people that speak to us when we see them at races or even in the street they everyone almost everyone says i love the podcast and it's kind of real like we're realizing now just how many people decide to listen to our terrible opinions and i just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and uh yeah i guess we're gonna go straight into your final thoughts tommy which are
2: exactly the same thing
1: i went um, for, i went first for final I thoughts know, you did
2: uh yeah i can't thank you all enough um it's been it's been a pleasure the season uh unless you're a max fan like me probably not been the most exciting for you but um i've enjoyed uh the podcast There's been a lot to talk about a lot of laughs team wtf1 in the chat as well um good times with them good times with you guys good times with everyone and uh thank you very much
1: yeah but actually that doesn't count as a final thoughts you just copied me so now let's have your proper final thought thank you very much
2: my final thoughts are the vice champion isn't a thing sorry Matt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh you're making enemies you don't need to
0: my final thought is I actually hated working with both of you and I hate doing this podcast and it's a chore and no I'm kidding of course no No, no, it's been pop off no it's been a, a lovely um experience to do this podcast um I don't know what to say without Repeating what you guys have said. I had a final thought, which was just that it was nice that all the permanent drivers in F1 scored a point this year, which I thought was quite a wholesome note to end on. But also, then that makes me sound a bit mean if I don't then do another speech about how much I love everybody listening to the podcast. And I've said it before, but the way that everyone's welcomed me to it has been so endearing and touching. And yeah, just thanks everyone for listening to us waffle on every week. It's been a pleasure
1: been a pleasure pleasure well there you go (laughs) i
0: went a little american at the end but
1: Cool. well that sums up abu dhabi that sums up our feelings thank you abu dhabi do abu dhabi do goodbye for another year uh well actually no there's testing right now but um thank you everybody as always hashtag wtf1 podcast if you want to get your questions and comments in for our end of season uh, review remember we will be putting some stuff out on social as well to get your questions in uh, about the season as a whole and and things like that so look forward to that one it will be the ultimate chat i'm sure and um yeah it's been a pleasure as always and we'll see you very soon for another podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye, 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 bye.